that I'm winning by a lot. 93.3 and AM 560. That's why I listen. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back. All right, it's time. I know you've heard some people. I know you've had some thoughts. It's our turn to pick the winners and losers of last night. All right, we're picking two winners, two losers. Garrett, you've got pages and pages of notes. I love this. I do, and admittedly, I was 10 minutes late to the debate. So I'd, if, if anything crazy happened in the first 10 minutes, I apologize. The first thing I did whenever I, I finally figured it out, I, I was trying to look for it on my TV, and it wasn't working right because I had a weird thing going on. And so I finally just flipped it on my phone, and the first thing I hear is Vivek Ramaswamy say, all right, guys, let's be honest, climate change isn't real. And I was like, oh, here we go, Republican debate time, baby the best i i i love watching republican debates being like yes 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 more <laughs> like there's a there's always a couple moments where i'm like i don't like that either but most of us are like oh i like that either i like this one better yeah I it's was, a good reminder that we're not alone in this world but there's somebody swinging the sword for you it is i mean it, it was so nice especially being in springfield a, a young guy in springfield whenever i go out or go out with friends or anything like that anytime the conversation turns political i am the odd person out more often than not and so it's nice to kind of see a room filled with people and people up on the stage where i can nod and go yes that's what i've been saying all right who were your two winners from last night uh number one and i think we'll agree on this it's vivek his goal was to get out into the news as much as possible and he did that so here's what i will say about vivek i'm not saying he won or lost he was the single most polarizing figure in the debate last night. You either loved him or you hated him. Man, that guy got some vitriol last night on the social medias. I thought, listen, six months ago, no one knew Vivek. Now he's like, everybody's talking about him. We had him on the show. I feel like that's when the poll numbers started to move up. That's uh, what the Elijah Har show does. That's right. Shout out to any other presidential candidate. You know what to do. <laughs> but I will say this, listening to him last night, he was good. I thought his answer, especially his just smackdown to Chris Chris. Do you have that clip handy? If you don't, we got to play that at some point. He had a couple just amazing smackdowns I thought were really, really good. But I also, this sounds weird. It's almost like he's a just too good. And I know this is, I think, why they were calling him like what Vivek GPT. It, everything felt like it had been prepared in advance and he did well but there's just a little bit of something that i don't want to say feels canned but it feels i don't know it was just one of those things that i thought um i thought he did well i i i I definitely liked him a lot um but man he is he doesn't say um he doesn't do anything like that i don't know no i i Thought there's there's a good chance that he was pre, I almost almost he was you know ready to go and uh, and prepared and things like that, but I also at the same time think that he didn't come across that way. His answers were like that, but he was 
laughing and having a good time. If I could pick one phrase to take from Vivek Ramaswamy last night, it's breath of fresh air for me. He was just honest all night long. Let's play his smackdown of Chris Christie because I thought it was, you know, if you recall, I got a little lay a little groundwork. Chris Christie, back in the hurricane, right in the middle of the 2012 campaign, welcomes Barack Obama to New Jersey, gives him a big hug on stage. This is like October. This is right before Romney and and Obama face off their dead heat. Christie welcomes to New Jersey, gives him a big hug. So now let's go to last night, Christie going after Vivek. People are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, Governor, Governor Haley, are you bought the death rate is down by 98% hold on, hold on. in the last century. Listen, listen, listen. I've had enough. Let, wait, no, hold no. on, hold I've on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. I mean, the problem there is that I don't know if people even remember the reference, but that was a cold-blooded, heat-of-the-moment shift to Chris Christie of, like, you elected Barack Obama when you hugged him on the New Jersey beaches right in the two weeks out from your presidential election. You're doing the same. I don't know. It was a good back and forth. It was. And here, here's the difference. And here's why I'm slowly and slowly becoming more and more of a Vivek fan. When you Chris, and Ka- Is this a producer thing? No, me, me and Cass have been going. I was actually about to quote her in, <laughs> in this little segment here. But what I like about Vivek and why I'm becoming a fan Chris Christie said all of those things in a dead, serious, scowling glare at Vivek Ramaswamy. And Vivek is smiling the whole time. Vivek is smiling. He's having fun. He's using hand gestures. He's looking at Chris Christie right in the eyes, laughing, and then looking at the audience like, can you believe what this guy just said to me? Watch me destroy him. It was incredible. I My jaw genuinely dropped when I saw that, and I immediately, like I'm hoping most of America did, looked up Chris Christie hugging Obama, yep. and I saw the video, and I thought, ooh, that's a problem. All right. Uh, my winner of the debate last night is Ron DeSantis. And this is sort of the soft bigotry of low expectations. It's also just a perception of how the race sets up. There's two candidates that have real money in their campaign accounts and one that has real money in their personal account. Of those three, Ron DeSantis did the best. And so, you know, listen, at the end of the day, you can't win the debate last night. You can lose it. But the goal, if you're one of the three people with money, is to be there at the end and be competing with Trump. DeSantis had the best. He Listen, every question he got asked, his answer was, here's how we fixed it in Florida. And for all the people that want to rip on Ron DeSantis, like, and this is the problem with the Trump campaign. You want to, like, make fun of how he put it. It's stupid. When when people start to think about voting, they don't care how Ron DeSantis eats pudding. They care about action. They care about results. And they care that when COVID shut down the country, Ron opened Florida. They care that when George Soros prosecutors are abusing the law, Ron fired them in Florida. 
They care about when CRT is invading education. Well, Ron got it out in Florida. And so of all the people that set themselves up for being a contender to Trump in the fall, Ron DeSantis, I thought, people are like, well, he didn't, he didn't really stand out. He didn't have to. All he had to do was reassure people that when I'm elected president, here's my track record, and bam, I thought he had a great debate last night. He didn't stand out. He didn't need to stand out. He needs to be one of those two or three in the fall that when people are starting to think, ah, I don't think I want to vote for Trump, he's the guy they go to. I thought he did that last night. So I I I never thought of it that way cuz I'm young and looking for fireworks and explosions. So I I I like your take on DeSantis. And if he does make it to be the final two or three, which I I think he will, if he does make it to that, he's going to have some great campaign ads from this debate where everybody else is screaming and yelling and arguing about UFOs and and immigration. Yeah, that was a weird question. Education, all of these things, you can just play a clip of Ron DeSantis saying, this is what we did in Florida and it worked. This is what we did in Florida and it worked. Over and over and over again. Cannot wait to see that campaign ad. You pick in, you want to do next winner or you want to do first loser next? <sighs> I My losers are just kind of disappointments more than anything. I don't right. know if my... Give I don't me your next if, winner then. My, my, next, my next winner, I had it in my head and I immediately lost it. It was uh, Ron DeSantis. It, it was Nikki Haley. It, it was okay. Nikki Haley. That's interesting. Just for the fact, so I'm, I'm trying to think of the right analogy for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Oh, speaking of analogies, coming up at 537, we're going to pick every presidential candidate and who their wrestling compatriot is. You're lo- it's going to be a fun segment. I'm super jacked for that. So, yeah, I, I have some some thoughts on that written down over here. I got some, some funny hey, and some serious. wrestling is just like politics. It's all a charade. Everybody sort of like tries to play to the crowd. You could have a better comparison. Yeah, and Vince McMahon is just the Illuminati controlling everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, Nikki Haley. Nice. Nikki Haley is a one-trick pony on foreign policy who does that one trick. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back that trick up so well. Nikki Haley is a one-trick pony that comes down to I'm a woman. This is my problem. Uh, She 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 referenced that like once. Yeah, but the whole like what what. What does Nikki Haley say? I'm better than everybody else because of she can't point to her like state work. She can't like I just felt like the vibe I got was like, well, you should vote for me because I'm a woman. And I didn't feel like she pounded the policy stuff. I don't know. I like her, but like I felt like she like leaned on that a lot. Like maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I think she stood out as one of the few people who was able to shut up Vivek Ramaswamy last oh, night. She, I felt like she was the one she was. You know, a lot of people thought that, that Mike Pence was doing well. I thought she was the only one that handled Ramaswamy better. Like, she, I felt like she outworked him on her answer. She did, and she did it in a very Trumpian way where she was like, shut up, Brett Baer, shut up, Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't care about any person on planet Earth right now because it is my time to speak. I, 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 bet, I bet right before the debate, instead of studying policy, Instead of studying the candidates, instead of doing any deba- debate prep, I think she just watched the Barbie movie and felt empowered. No, what she did is she listened to our show yesterday. Because what did I say yesterday was one of my three predictions. Somebody's going to stand out of the also-rans, and I think it's going to be Nikki Haley. That's what I said yesterday. She stood out last night. Uh, my my second winner of the day in looking at this debate, and I know people are going to say this is wrong, but it's not. It's Tim Scott. 
And I know he didn't really stand out. There was nothing so crazy about it. I know he overplayed that I, my mom was a single mother, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, there are two people with campaign money to be alive in November. Ron DeSantis and Tim Scott. Neither of them committed a big mistake. Both of them sort of talked to their audience and made their made their pitches. DeSantis appeared like a sort of a, a bulldog with a track record of success. And Tim Scott appeared like a statesman. Listen, that's all they had to do. And I know maybe that's a low bar, but they did what they needed to do. I I thought Nikki and Vivek both, there were some people loved him, some people hate him. And for Vivek, that's probably when. For Nikki, I don't know that it was. But I thought my second one was, winner was Tim Scott. Just because all he had to do, he had to be relevant, he had to be interesting, and he just had to not mess up. And he handled himself great. If you watch this stuff and you get tired of yelling and the fighting, you're never going to go to Trump, but you could go to Tim Scott. That's true. I mean, he one of one of my predictions was that Tim Scott uh, appeals to the evangelical crowd. I feel like that's the free spot in bingo. So you know when you're like dating somebody and like it's not going super well, and she's got this friend that she just goes cries on her shoulder every once in a while when you have a fight, and that's the one you have to watch out for. Yes, that's Tim Scott. Tim Scott is every voter's friend right now, and every time Donald Trump offends them, and every time Ron DeSantis stumbles, and every time Vivek Ramaswamy says. 9-11 was an inside job. Those voters are like, yeah, at least Tim doesn't do that. At least Tim's there for me. And I think he is playing that like a Stradivarius to be like, by the time we get to December and you've all been cheated on by your boyfriend, I'm going to be the guy there to pick everything up. Tim said he would buy me flowers, like something like that. That's a great analogy. He's always the guy that's like, listen, you want to come over? I'll get some wine out and we'll talk. That's Tim Scott. That's that's probably the best analogy we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Speaking of analogies, at 5.37 today, we're going to be picking... <laughs> <laughs> okay, loser. you got to have one loser. you got to have a loser in this debate. I do, I do have a loser, um, and I have a specific not loser. So, somebody who I thought was going to lose and didn't. Okay. I um, know who your not loser is. Really? Was it, was it Mike Pence? Yeah. That's what... Everybody thought Mike was going to be so bad, and I think Mike's people fired him up. And I said Mike would be boring, and he tried not to be. I don't know it was enough. Um, I know he, he got into it with Ramaswamy, blah, blah, blah. But I heard from a lot of people, well, he wasn't as bad as we expected. Yeah, I thought his, I honestly thought, and, and unless you're an only Trumper, you're going to agree with me, I thought Pence's stuff on January 6th was great. You know, that was a great question, because everybody agreed with him. And the funny thing is, for all the Twitter warriors are like, Oh, Mike Pence should be tried for treason. I'm like, but everybody agrees with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, they, they posed the question perfectly, maybe a little bit skewed towards Mike Pence a little bit, but you got to throw the old dog a bone every once in a while. He stood on the Constitution over Trump. That's what he said. And that is a great line for two reasons. One, it puts Mike Pence and the Constitution aligned, at least for a few seconds, beautifully. Two, it sets Donald Trump away from the Constitution, which is something that Republicans gen- generally do not like. So I, I thought it, it was two birds, one stone, and Mike Pence killed it. Uh, I would say that Asa Hutchison was a loser, but I don't know that Asa is really running for president or not. He was just a non-factor in the debate last night. And listen, Doug Bergen had the basketball story. Mike Pence took shots at Ramaswamy. The people that are not polling well took some shots in the debate last night. Asa didn't. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how he thinks he's relevant. The real loser of the debate last night was being unique. 
you had eight people on stage, <laughs> seven guys in red ties and flag pits. Throw up. Give me. Listen, I'm not an Eric Greitens fan, but Eric Greitens would have shown up in a blue dress shirt with a navy blazer and jeans, and he would look different. And, you know, this is a credit to the Republican Party. You've got an Indian American. You've got uh, a Hindu. You've got an African American. You, you, they look different, but then they all march in the same uniform. It's like a bunch of soldiers in their red coats, and I'm like, what happened to being different? What happened to... I don't know. I just, I felt like they all looked like drones. Nikki Haley, just by nature, the fact that she didn't have to wear a tie, stood out. But I just, what happened to being a unique person? Wear a blue tie. Wear some, wear a green, just do something so you don't look like the guy to your left or the guy to your right. This is like revelation where he's like, and if you're lukewarm, I will spit you out. It was a bunch of lukewarm outfits last night. Nobody managed to do something different. And so they all just faded into the background. Yep, and speaking of someone who faded into the background for a little while, Chris Christie is probably my loser. Just because after that after that SmackDown by Vivek, which we played, I wrote down in my notes, um, I, I wrote down in my notes, he kind of went quiet for a bit after that. He did. He, he, he got knocked. He, got, he, he might not have gotten knocked out, but it's like one of those punches in boxing where someone lands a really good right hook. They're not on the ground. They're, the ref's not counting. But you can tell they're stumbled. Yeah, their their eyes are sort of glazing over. They they're not. There's no snap in their punches. I love the same thing, and I, I said this from the beginning. We got to find out why Chris Christie's in the race. And when Donald Trump Trump wasn't there to punch, he tried to punch Donald Trump light in Vivek. And that's by the way, if you looked at social media last night, every Trump supporter is raving about Vivek, and everybody who hates Trump hates Vivek. He's definitely a stand-in candidate. But I felt like Christie was like, okay, Trump's not here. I'm going to go after Vivek. Once Vivek hit him with the Obama stuff, I feel like Christie just lost all the snap on his punches last night. And it was interesting. It was interesting. Okay. Listen, we're out of time. We're going to come back. We're going to take, you know, we're going to talk about some other stuff, but knocking on the microphone. 537. We're being back. We're going to play a fun game. If every presidential candidate was a wrestler, who would they be and why? This is, this is content you don't get anywhere else. We'll be right back.